everybody. Welcome to a historic live stream on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. I am your host, Jimmy Young of In the Weeds, and we are having a very special show with a very special guest coming up in just about a minute. Remember that marijuana, cannabis sativa, CBD, these are the buzzwords of 2019. What does it all mean, and how do you get it into food? Well, that's why we welcome in one of the mass cannabis Cannabis, the word is cannabis, Jimmy. Say cannabis. Thank you. And that's why we welcome in one of the mass cannabis chefs to our studio. His name is Joe Nelson. That's coming up next on In the Weeds. Don't look now, but it's a whole new world of weed out there. Pot is flower. It's Bruce Banner and Blue Dream. You've got bongs and dabs, resin and shatter, vaping and edibles, new terms, new strains, and new ways to use cannabis sativa, the plant. Some just made with CBD and hemp has minimal THC. There's sativa and indica strains and 100 chemicals all legal in 10 states for adult use. There's a lot to get to know. Get used to it, folks, because it's legal in the Bay State and it's not going away. Neither is In the Weeds with Jimmy Young next. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called Cannabis Sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. All right, this In the Weeds podcast with Jimmy Young is available on iTunes on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. It's also available on Audio Boom and, of course, the clnsmedia.com website. A video version is available on the Weed Tube, and, of course, that video version will also be on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. This edition is a little historic because we are streaming this live. And we are certainly very happy to have a very special guest in studio. His name is Joe Nelson of the Mass Cannabis Chefs. Joe, thanks for coming out here on a Friday. Hi, uh, hey Jimmy. How you doing? Very good, very good. And so tell me a little bit about the Mass Cannabis Chefs. What does that mean? And you've been doing this, having these infused dinners for about two years now. Uh, a little over two years, um, almost two and a half years at this point. Um, as the Mass Cannabis Chefs, me and my partner, we host, uh, the way we like to put it, is one of Massachusetts' premier infused dinner parties. So twice every month, we in different location with a different menu, we host a private dinner party uh, where people can choose to have their food infused if they'd like. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We've, like I say, we've been doing it for a little over two years now. It's, it's been an evolving thing. It's changed a bit since the first one. There's a whole lot of a uh, lot more structure to it these days than there was back then. I'll tell you. I bet you were winging it in the beginning, and uh, now and now <laughs> we I, didn't I, have a staff in the beginning. We served 22 people at our second dinner with just me, my partner, and a dishwasher. Yikes! <laughs> so that that's <laughs> that a lot of work. Terif- that that's was a- terrifying. <laughs> let me tell you. Thinking about that now, I want to cry. Uh, let's talk about the infusion process um, and how you go about making sure that you're not 
putting in an amount of either THC and CBD into a piece of food that could cause distress. Because I think that's one of the neat things about what you do is you talk to every guest you mm-hmm. you serve, correct? Oh, oh yeah. So um, at the beginning, so when we make food, when we cook our meals, everything starts uninfused. Everything is cooked, not infused. Nothing's infused until like the point of uh, a point of sale is the way we kind of put it. But uh, the point of where every dish is made and every dish is on the table and it's being infused in something that's going on to the plate. If there's going to be an infusion even at all, since we offer the sliding scale of infusion that we offer, we... At the beginning of every meal, I go out to the guests, and uh, once everybody comes in, everyone's sitting down, everyone's got their assigned seats, uh, or not their assigned seats, but the seats that become their assigned seats for the rest of the night once they sit in them. Uh, I have a conversation with everybody and just like talk about about edible infusion and how eating cannabis affects people and... How people kind of have this uh, this idea that they can they 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 push people like to push themselves and just there's just the whole spiel that I go through where I kind of just describe what the the process where we where we offer the levels of infusion uh, basically you and say, whoever you're with right I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an example say, so, pretend so, it's me all right okay because so I'm not afraid of admitting that right. I have a, a little history with the product just, just a little say. bit Jim yes. <laughs> so so uh, so say so so you're at dinner i'm talking to you and i'm saying you know you know thanks thanks for coming we've um you know everybody is different when it comes to cannabis you your 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 dose of cannabis would may be different from the person sitting next to you or the person sitting across from you uh doesn't matter how much you smoke it doesn't matter how big you are how old you are how small you are whatever i've had people double the size of me triple the size of me that have a much lower tolerance than i do Mm -hmm. and then girls smaller than me that can handle way more than i can Mm -hmm. so it's it's all it's an individual thing it's very much personal to the person and how your body handles cannabis now and is that it are you specifically talking about the edible yeah specifically edible specifically edibles um (laughs) there's minimal correlation to um People come to me very often and they're like, I smoke every day. I dab all the time. <laughs> that does not mean you have a high edible call tolerance. That right. is just not – it's not the same. It's because it's, the chemicals are being ingested and differently and it changes. Your, your right. kidney or your liver, I always forget which one. Yep. But one of them processes – Jim remembers. It's the liver. And Jim, pro- yes. Jim remembers. <laughs> the liver processes the, the THC and it turns into delta hydroxy – some odd chemical, chemical. <laughs> that's that's six to ten times stronger than right. basic THC. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have an experience with edibles, then you don't have a baseline to work off of at this point. Like, uh, so, so we, what's we, the minimal amount that you put in? Uh, like three to five milligrams we give people over a whole meal. Over a whole meal. Over a whole meal. Yep. Okay. Because two and a half milligrams, I've been told by the nurses and doctors in the medical community, is the entry level dosing. Yeah. I, yeah. That's like three. Yeah. Three milligrams. You know. Okay. That's our rough low. That's like that's our low the lowest. Dose. Right. That's I our low you. dose. Because I mean, we'll we'll generally give that to somebody though. Also, like in their first course, if I'm going to give them a three milligram dose, I'm going to give that to you in the beginning of your meal. Mm-hmm. So for for multiple reasons though. Uh, which I'll, I'll come back to. I want to continue with with our um, how I our how, interview how, how the, I, intake how, the intake session. No, one hundred percent. I want yeah. you you want to yep. you want to understand how this is yep. going to work. So I want to make sure we get that. So I would have that conversation about how things are different, and to, I would give a couple forewarnings as to uh, don't 
hear everyone else around you there's and, and think that now because you heard them and that they're getting a higher dose that you should now get a higher dose too because you think that that's the thing to do don't keep um, up with the joneses don't don't keep up keep up with yourself right keep up with yourself and yourself only because i i've seen too many people come to dinner and overjudge what they can handle and then they're having a bad time and i'm having to tend to that and it's I have no problems attending that. I have we, we we can help you. We do have me- straight un- CBD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Unlike right. alcohol, there is a, a, a mediator. It's not a cure. It, I, I tell people that all the time. Like this it'll is not con- a cure all. It's it'll not going to control. Fix it. It'll bring you back down to where you can. Control it'll help it. you to. It'll help you to calm down and maybe like fall asleep and not be freaking out anymore. Right. But you can totally get to that point. I did it to myself the other day, and I have. A, pretty high tolerance so the fact that i did it to myself the other day and got myself that high yeah i wasn't freaking out but i could i got my bought myself to the point where if i wasn't used to edibles and wasn't used to the feeling that i was feeling Mm -hmm. that i probably would have been freaking out a little bit because i was i was really high hydration obviously very important very important hydration is important um anybody a lot of people will try to bring like a little wine or beer to dinner because we'll allow them to bring it i'm not going to serve it to you but if you choose to bring that, you know, that's your own prerogative. You're an adult. You can make that choice. Uh, I don't tell adults what they can and cannot do. You know, right. that's why we the cannabis is an option if they want it. Uh, we You don't have to get cannabis in your food. You can just hang out with If you like a cannabis environment, you like hanging out with like-minded people, and you just want to eat a really good meal, trust me, the food's worth it every every penny. Uh, yeah, we, we, we had a guest come the other night. He's like, I've spent, you know, Four or five hundred dollars on dinner in New York, like you know these fine re- fine dining restaurants, and he's like the food was 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 as good or better than any of those I've ever been to, and uh, we don't charge that much money, so that was like a, that good. was like a super high compliment what we heard from us <laughs> for us the other night. I'd pay four hundred dollars for it, but I'm really glad I didn't. Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't mention that. Like, that's I, right. I, I I just know that that right. hey we don't charge that much, so maybe. I get someday, you. someday. So but, you're uh, you're you're taking intake. You're finding out what the individual's uh, history is yes. with the product. So after that conversation, mm-hmm. I would go around the, the the group. This is like a group conversation that I mm-hmm. would have, and then I would come around and have an individual conversation with you and ask. So do you know what dose you would actually like to have with us tonight? And if you do not, what mm-hmm. do you eat edibles at all? Like um, right. Some a lot of people will eat edibles but don't know dose because they're making edibles at home with their trim or with just the buds that they get at home or whatever. So I have a conversation and I ask them, do you make edibles? Like if you do eat edibles, do you make them yourself? Yeah. What are you putting into it? Right. What are you What are you making? Yeah. What are you putting into it? How many pieces are you cutting it up with? And I'm like taking notes and doing math in my head. I have a calculator with me and I'm doing rough math based on. Um, average numbers of things mm-hmm. and uh, kind of getting a ballpark idea for these some of these people of what they normally intake mm-hmm. so we can kind of get an idea of it. And since with those people, we put them in a group where we would definitely spread it out over time so that I can by like halfway, we by like the halfway point, I can check in with these people, right. see where they're at. Because there's a delayed reaction yeah, exactly. when, you're, when you're ingesting you, 100%. it. It, it could be anywhere from 30 minutes to 90 minutes sometimes. 100%. Right? And, and is that why you to, spread out your courses over like five uh, different or four different four stages? Different, yeah, four different, different courses. Stages. Four yeah. to five, sometimes six. It depends on the meal. Yeah. Uh, we try to not do six, but sometimes it has to happen because that's what we want to do. Yeah. And uh and it takes time. I mean, I would guess from the beginning, if, if you arrive at six o'clock and dinner served at 
seven seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Usually, um, the entire dinner goes. You're done by nine thirty. No, longer than that. We're done by like eleven. So it's a long <laughs> night. Oh, this is a pro- This is a, an event. This isn't just a quick meal. We don't run under an American serving style. We run under a more European serving style. Gotcha. Um, in Europe, they're not. They're not in there for like working out working for tips. Yep. They make a livable wage as a service as a service staff. So uh they they don't care how long you stay. They they take their time cooking and they're making sure they're not turning the table. They're, they're not turning the table they don't three care times. About, right? They don't care about turning <clears throat> the table. They they don't care. Like they're like the restaurant like they're they you, want a at, dining at a experience. restaurant you're yeah. there for two or three for two hours two to, like two hours is an average dining experience in Europe mm-hmm. we go a little longer because we have a full you know coursed out meal gotcha but we're worth serving 25 30 people uh, and I'm trying to put to put together all those plates plus have it infused individually for each person that's you know? pretty that's what amazes me and that's why I love the fact that we're here talking about it because I really respect the fact that you take care in each individual's usage and history of the mm-hmm. product because it's important it's of course it's important we are dealing with an adult use product here facts that's what why it's you know now legalized in massachusetts yep. and and why i preach responsible use of this product i do Be- as well <laughs> you know because you can uh, you, you absolutely overdo it you can overdo it and luckily now i think a lot of people have learned including yourself, it sounds like, <laughs> the importance of using a straight CBD product that can control the buzz, if you Which will. Well, we have um, one of our so – so for our infusions, right, I want to – I'll put this out there for the people out there who think, oh, this kid's doing something illegal out here. We're not doing anything no, illegal. it's a private we, party, first pri- of all. First of all, private event, private location, so consumption laws, okay there. Uh, we work with local growers and extractors as sponsors for our events where we're given the infusions for our meals to be to be done. Like I said earlier, all of our food comes to dinner uninfused. Nothing's infused until after we have the conversation, as we just discussed. Right. And then if you decide that you want infusion, it's not put into your food until that course is made. So the the very similar to the model that most a lot of uh, a lot of large events will use where you go to the event and like it's sponsored by a beer company you know Sam Adams and mm-hmm. Budweiser do them in Boston all the time where mm-hmm. they they sponsor these events they'll have a little booth set up and mm-hmm. it's like open bar mm-hmm. you come and get as much beer as you want throughout the night if you mm-hmm. want it mm-hmm. if you don't want it you don't have to drink it right and the you Boston know? Wine Festival is very yeah. successful at the Boston Harbor Hotel I've been there many yeah. times uh, Chef Daniel yeah, you, does you a great it. job yeah that that's that, that's a little little different of an event, I think, than what I'm speaking of. Just because uh, the idea, it's, a, it's but it's, it's a selling, sit down. It, it's it, a sit down meal. Yeah. Oh, uh, then you can or cannot have. Um, no, oh, okay, I was thinking you can about pass. What? You can pass on the wine. There's yeah. usually six glasses there that they offer. That they offer you six different varietals. I got you. I you gotcha. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna hang yeah. out more, then, Joe. Yeah, we do. Let's go eat. <laughs> let's go eat, Jim. I like I like good food. Let's go. Uh, let's go into Boston. There's lots um, of good stuff. So you're doing eat. individual infusions based yep. on the. Um, the person's individual history with an edible product. And yeah. if they do not want that edible product, they can say, please don't infuse my food. Yep. 100%. Don't infuse my food. Some people just want to sit th- Some sit people there. don't like edibles. They right. like cannabis. They like to smoke. Right. They like to dab or whatever. Vape, whatever. Or yep. vape or whichever yep. way they like to do it. They right. like that. Yep. They don't like edibles. 
but they want to be able to they want to be able to eat their meal and be in that environment and be like at our dinner table i've seen probably upwards of ten thousand dollars worth of glass on the table like uh there's like expensive glass pieces and things on my on my dinner table nice yeah there's been very very probably more actually I'm thinking back on one night in particular, and there was probably more than that on the table. And like, that's just a terrifying thing for me as a chef, knowing that my guys are out there serving food around that. But uh, that's the crystal, I'm guessing, or the, uh, that's like the the rigs and everyone's you oh, know the, bongs. That, oh no, that is that not kind of, that kind of <laughs> yeah, uh, that kind of glass. I get it yeah, now. The rigs and the yes. bongs and the and whatever. they are. And you actually bring glass blowers into some yeah, of your we events. Have, well, almost all of our events have some form of art going on. Uh, live art. We have had music in the past. We've had painters uh, going on, uh, but mostly it's glass blowing for us. Since 420 last year, we had uh, this group of three kids that have kind of become our in-house glass blowers. Uh, younger, yeah. up-and-coming glass blowers. Uh, messy glass, jazz glass art, and high hop glass, all out of the South Shore. Uh, now are they, they making don't... pipes while they're there, or are they all sorts of things? The, the rigs, the whole, the, the, average, the whole thing, everything. Yeah, and there's some really intricate stuff. Yeah, it, they've it... done some really cool things. Uh, the, one of the things they like to do is they raffle off pieces. So, like, what they were doing originally was they were making a piece that night, and then you were watching them make the piece that they were raffling off. Oh, that's cool. That was becoming popular well not even that but yeah it was really cool oh, it's really cool to, it's really hard to do that in one night right to finish something in one night when you rush things yeah things errors happen right. they had a piece that completely like fell apart after mm-hmm. it was like made so they had to remake it you know and mm-hmm. because of something that they probably could have avoided if they weren't rushing to finish it mm-hmm. and uh so now they, they what they do is they'll work on the piece that they're going to raffle off for the next dinner gotcha. so that they're just taking their time they're getting right. it done if they need to finish it later, that's fine. It can be done more work later. And yep. that way they're still getting the show. They're still getting them working on glass blowing. They're still making something. They're still doing <laughs> what they do. But now it's just in a bit more of a controlled environment, a bit, a bit more of a controlled experience for them anyway. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called Cannabis Sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. In the Weeds is a podcast for the Cannabis Multimedia Network for the enjoyment and education of our audience. It is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and a video record is available on the WeedTube and on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. Any medical advice is not a reflection of the management of CLNS Media or Cannabis Multimedia Network.